Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Fry Gay's Favorite Movies. I'm Maddie. And I'm Andrew. And uh, on Friday's uh, Fry Gay's Favorite Movies, uh, as a reminder, this is the, the sidecast that we do that lets us tell you a little bit more about movies that we just fucking love. And these movies aren't necessarily horror movies. In fact, they're usually not. Um, so we've gone over some really great films so far, favorites of mine, favorites of Andrew's. Uh, for example, Moonstruck and Clue and But I'm a Cheerleader. What else have we gone over? Uh, Friday the 13th. I think that's all of them. I think that's all of them yeah. for now. So today we're going over one of Andrew's favorite comedies. Um, it is a, it's a, hilarious film from 1997 andrew what is it i'm bringing to you today romy and michelle's high school reunion oh fantastic this is starring mira sorvino lisa kudrow we got some janine garofalo we got some alan cumming there are so many people in this movie i can't even i, I can't even list them all yeah it's it's sort of like a best of like the late 90s right? yeah it's it it's I will tell you, this is one of those movies, anytime that I, I see it on TV, yeah. I will always turn it on, like, because it, it's constantly on, like, TBS sure. or, like, USA yeah. or something like that, but um, it was funny, because I was telling you earlier, this is the first time in a while that I've really sat down and watched the entire thing, like, yeah. like really, like, start, to, like, at the beginning, all the way to the end, Same. Like, uh, and you know what? It holds up. Yeah, it's, it's funny. It's so good. You know, it's, it's, it's especially funny, too, because it really does take you back to 97. Yeah. Um, to, like, you know, the time when none of us really had cell phones. Well, and it's funny because uh, <laughs> we, we were kind of joking about it, uh, that they live, like, on the beach. and, <laughs> and, like, and Yeah, in California. And, and she's basically just a cashier for Jaguar. Right, and, totally. Uh, and uh, Michelle is unemployed. Right, so yeah. how do they afford this? Yeah, they, so it's kind of back in the day where we had, like, the friends mentality where they're like, how can they afford this? Right, but yeah. we just accept it. Yeah, I mean, oh, uh, William suspension of disbelief. Yeah. So give us a little synopsis of Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Okay, so Romy and Michelle's high school reunion is all about, obviously, Romy and Michelle. And they are in their mid to late 20s, and they are uh, going to get ready to go to their high school reunion. Their, so it's their 10-year their their right? reunion. Yeah. Uh, and in high school, they were kind of not necessarily like outcasts, but they weren't part of the A group, they weren't part of the B group, but they definitely weren't part of the C group. They were kind of their own little thing. And they've decided we need to like, we need to like be better than we were in high school. We need to be impressive. And when they start to look back on their life where they're just going out every night and only eating candy corn <laughs> and um, not, they don't have boyfriends, they don't have careers, Michelle's unemployed, they're looking back at their life and they're like, shit, we don't really have like the impressive uh, resume that maybe some of our, our high school people have. And we don't want to go back and look like the same people that we did. So we're going to try to do improve our lives and make it better. And then go to our high school reunion, and there's a whole bunch after that. Yeah. But, like, they don't really um, – they, they actually – it's funny watching the film because they try hard for, like, a week two and week, a half. It's two weeks. Two yeah. weeks. <laughs> to really improve their lives. That's so like, actually one of my favorite lines is where she's like, God, I've been killing myself for eight right. days, and I gained a pound. Right. And she's like, did you deduct 16 pounds for your shoes? Uh, yeah, because <laughs> they're, they're on the treadmill, and they're walking in, like, platform shoes. But, like, Michelle goes out and, like, tries to find a job everywhere, yeah. and that doesn't work out, and Romy tries to work out and find boyfriends. She's like, and, my, my first job, my first choice was a little boutique on Rodeo Drive, but this'll do, And she's at fucking Barney's New York. It's, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> so, like, yeah, so, like, it doesn't work out, so then they decide instead that they're going to lie, and they're yeah. going to make up that, that they invented 
post it. Well, notes. that they're they're career women. Yeah, yeah. And they stop at the truck women. stop. <laughs> and then, and then they're any, funny uh, like, do you have any career women lunch? Do you have a businesswoman special? <laughs> well, we're out from LA. And, and then she's business. like, what kind of business do you win? And they're like, uh, oh, shit. good question. <laughs> so it actually, it is it is a really funny lie that they make up. And and I mean, honestly, for for the two of them, and and you know, given their characters, it actually is a pretty novel lie. Well, and honestly, like the the whole the the thing that really makes this movie is are the two leads sure. and and their delivery on right. everything. Like, there's so many parts where if another actress played this, it would not be as funny. And, and for instance, the lines where uh, Lisa Kudrow is basically like. Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and this is also like the golden age of Lisa Kudrow, yeah, right? Like, yeah. this is this is like right during Friends. This is Friends. This is everything. And it's kind of like right smack dab in the middle of Friends, actually, mm-hmm. if you think about it. Um, in in the in the Friends career, and you can see it in the bangs. Oh, totally. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's funny. You know, I think on another level too, the movie actually does deal with a couple of serious issues. Yeah, it deals with bullying. Bullying for school. sure. Well, and it's funny by the end of the movie, you realize everyone is everyone's bully totally. like it's it, no matter where you think you like line up in the uh the, the social pantheon. like the social scheme there's always someone that you probably may right. suffer yeah. at some point you know I, I think that's it's 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 best uh illustrated with janine garofalo's character. right what's her name Janine Garofalo. Uh, her character is Heather Mooney. Yeah, yeah, Heather. So Heather in the film is sort of like right near the bottom of the social structure of this high school. Yeah. But there's one person right underneath her, this really sweet sort of like chubbyish girl that takes photos of everybody for the year. Cameron Mannheim. Cameron Mannheim, who is like just like always has a smile. She has braces in high school, like you know, yada yada, and. Every time that Heather sees Toby, <laughs> Heather always goes, hey, Toby, fuck, fuck off. off. <laughs> and it's so fucking funny. But it is one of those things that you realize when you look back at your own high school days or, or your own, you know, uh, the primary school days, um, knowing that, you know, these are all things that really sort of we all sort of engaged in. Yeah. If you're a human being, it's sort of impossible that you never bullied anyone at all. Oh, totally. I mean, I think that we all suffer from um, just trying to climb up. Exactly. And, and we, we right. will definitely step on people on the way Without up a that. Doubt. Um, but it's really how you reflect and how yeah. you grow from those experiences that really like shapes the person that you become. Now, did you go to your 10 year high school reunion? I did not. Wait, um, when, we didn't when actually. Was your, when was your 10 year? It would have been. 2013 okay so uh but we never we didn't have one. Oh, okay um my school's really small oh you had a really small class um my, right. i i went to a school where my class was uh, 50 people okay. like that that was my class uh so i don't i just don't think anybody organized it yeah probably so not. we we had a five year Okay. Which, that doesn't really do anything but, because you're maybe, just, like, all fresh out of college if you win. I guess maybe that makes sense, though, for that size of class, I suppose. Yeah. You know, for, we we had a 10-year. Mine was in 2010. Um, and I went to it. it. It was ridiculous. Everyone got absolutely wasted. Um, and one thing from this movie that, that, that really reminded me of, of that time for me was there was this, uh, this one point when I went to the bar, and we were all, of course, really wasted. Yeah. And this girl named Jamie, who was an absolute bitch in high school. <laughs> she was she was mean to everybody. She came up to me, and this is like, you know, a few hours in, so everybody's drinking. So she's she, the she's the uh, Christy Masters of your... Oh, totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, no, but, but not that popular, though. Um, so she comes up to me, and, and I'm at the bar, like, getting a drink. And she looks at me, and she's, like, downtrodden. And she goes, was I a bitch in high school? And I looked square at her, and I was like, Jamie, yes, you were. You were a total bitch. And then she looked like even more downtrodden. And I was like, look, I'm not even like trying to be mean. I think, like, Jamie, we all kind of were. So, like, 
Get over it. It's 10 Move years on. later. I'm fine. You were probably mean to me. I could honestly give a fuck less about you right well, now. And that's so a, that's a, get a drink and just be done. And also, that's another thing about this movie that it really teaches you is that, like, no matter who you were in high school, you know, when you do go back, you're allowed to reset. Yeah. You're allowed to just tell those people, fuck off. Yeah. You don't matter to me anymore. Right. And let's move on with Exactly. Our lives. And if I want to blank slate this and see the people that I want to see in my hometown or whatever, I'm going to do that. And yeah. I don't need you to tell me yes or no. Because so, that doesn't work anymore. So, um, it, uh, one big part of this movie is uh, Romy's fascination with Billy. Uh, yeah, Billy Christensen. <laughs> Billy Christensen. Um, <laughs> God. Do you... So, I have an unpopular opinion about Billy Christensen. Okay, what is it? I actually think he's really ugly. Oh, I think he's totally ugly. I don't like him at all. I mean, like, okay, so, like, when he's passing the football around, like, when you first meet well, him. Well, he's got like, a good body. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got a great body. But, like, I think he his his face looks a little broke. And his teeth. His teeth are gross. Like, I'm I'm just not into it. I mean, it makes sense for Arizona. No offense to our Arizona No, fair listeners. enough. But, like, I mean, I don't know. I guess, like, maybe in 97, that might he might have been hot. Maybe I never. I mean, even as a little gay boy, and never did anything I for me. I was actually a little more into Alan Cumming when he comes into the, oh the God, when he Cumming. comes into the uh, reunion at the end. That is ridiculous. Not Alan Cumming with all of the uh, prosthetics on them, but Alan <laughs> Cumming. Like, the, in, okay. in, in the prosthetics, Alan Cumming is hilarious. Yeah, it's so well, fucking. And funny. that's the weird thing about this movie is that there are actually like really good like old people yeah. um, prosthetics. Totally and. They, they they took a lot of care in this movie, and especially this kind of movie, uh, to do real fashion, yeah, real hair, yeah, real like makeup, like right, right. It, it's not your average late nineties um, comedy. It's yeah. it's a little above that, and I I'm not really sure why it got this treatment because at the time, what why is this movie coming out? Like why is this the thing? But now it's become kind of a classic. It's become kind of a cult thing like everyone loves this movie well and I, I think i think especially back then because that was i don't know I, i'm not sure that high school reunions are are as important anymore for people mm-hmm. but i think back then well like, now that we have facebook and everything yeah but i think for adults that had graduated in the 80s like that's that's still important to them like that's still a means of connection and connecting to like their past and mm-hmm. to and to who they are now so I think that it was probably in, insanely popular a lot because of that. And, of course, the star power of Mira Sorvino and Lisa Kudrow yeah. and Alan Cumming. And Janine Garofalo was – I mean, Janine Garofalo is always big, but she was especially huge in the Well, that's like r- reality bites territory. Exactly. Like that kind of thing. So. Right. And, like, I mean, especially, like, Janine Garofalo is fucking funny in this. Like, remember yeah. – what? When does she um, – when does she drink the beer and then spill it on herself? That's at the reunion when um, they're they're saying everyone's accomplishments. Oh my god, it's so that is <laughs> for like, me. <laughs> Literally, that is the funniest part of the movie. Well, I think it's so funny. It's because it's the most like you. Yeah, like that would well, be something yeah, that you would fair do. Enough. Well, and actually, because I, I had not graduated high school yet when this came out, of course, I used to do that in the lunchroom. Oh my god, because I thought it was so funny. I, I still I might do it today. And I, I will say, um, Janine Garofalo, back in the day, you know, back in in my early, you know. I don't want to say childhood, but my early development days, she was like my, uh, she was my comedian. That was the one that I followed. It was her and Margaret Cho. Those were like my people. And uh, yeah, it was was a good good time revisiting some of those memories. And um, so I do want to talk a little bit about the soundtrack, because the soundtrack to this was a main staple in my six disc CD changer. It's uber important. I have distinct memories of driving around. My, My friend Lauren... 
um, Lauren Ehrenfeld. Lauren had a BMW with a moonroof when I was in when I was in high school, and it was like the coolest car, of course, right? Jesus, in Indiana. I know. Well, her dad, her dad loved old cars, and he like fixed this one up for her. So we used to drive around just for hours and listening to the Romeo and Michelle soundtrack. And little gay Maddie would go back, back, back all the time to Culture Club to Karma Chameleon that was on there. Yeah. And that's how I fell in love with Culture Club. Um, I think my the the song that I fell in love with based on this soundtrack was um the dance hall days. Oh I just yeah. I, I don't know why that one just like got to me. Because it's so good. And Venus, because I love Venus. <laughs> I mean it's 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 a wonderful eighties soundtrack. Yeah, it, it arguably I was, one of the best. I was telling you earlier, like it was pretty much my mom, um, and then later on in life the uh this soundtrack combined with the wedding singer soundtrack that really made me fall in love with 80s pop music yeah well and they have such fun with music in the movie too like i mean the it's very it's very focused on music oh totally i mean near the end like the the end ballet sequence with <laughs> with both with both of them and alan coming to time after time do you want to know, is, so, you want to know something funny? it's not just like funny it's also kind of like amazing well no um oddly enough watching it back last night with adult eyes and yeah. just like the um I don't know, the emotion, I guess. Like, And keep in mind, I'd had like two glasses of wine with dinner, so, you know, we're getting there. If he says two, he really means four. <laughs> no, it's actually two, but oh, okay. that's fine. <laughs> Usually you'd be correct, but... Proud of you. Proud of you. Um, no, uh, I actually started to tear up. And really? I was like, what is happening to me? Oh. Well, no, I, I found that, like, as I get older, um, I get more emotional. And I'm not sure mm. what that means, and I'm not sure, like, where that is going to take me, but... Uh, do you think it made? Do you think it reminded you of like you watching this when you were younger? Maybe I. I, I really think that um, I repressed a lot of emotion when I was in my like mm. late teens, early twenties, and I think that's kind of coming to the surface, coming out now. Like as I am more comfortable with myself, and as I'm more comfortable with my relationship, and I'm more yeah. comfortable with my friendships, and I've really like solidified a life here in Chicago. Sure. That I think that some of the things that maybe I was protecting before are starting to bubble over. Yeah. And I'm having to deal with that now. I think that's maybe a unique thing for our generation. Yeah. I think because, you know, you know, LGBT kids today, um, just, it's just a very different story for them. Well, they get to tell it from the beginning. Right. We, we have to, we have to go back. Yeah, exactly. You know? Well, I mean, and you know, the movie does talk about gay people too. It talks about you know the two gay guys in the, in the drama I forget club who photo, Casey, 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 and Darren, or something. Yeah, like that. Uh, I lo- I do love that part though because it is it, it's it is totally it funny. is so nineties though that um, when it cuts to them in the yearbook and them like having their moment yeah. that it's the village people. Yeah, like and and also like I, you can look at it two ways, right? You can look at it and go, oh, that's totally stereotypical, or you can say, actually, no, that is like totally nineties. Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. is exactly how that's it was. what the nineties was. That's so, how you referred to gay people in that time yeah like, and i'm like i'm fine with it whatever. And, you know what? and it's also kind of fun and i will say like that whole um first half where we're kind of investigating what happened to them in in high school and how they got to where they are and going in and out of the yearbook that's kind of really unique filmmaking if you really think about it you don't see that very often yeah. to where you're like going in and out of a book remembering people's memories and yeah sure I, I guess when i watched it this time i didn't watch it out of complete nostalgia i watched it for like is this movie actually good like is this a good movie and like i came out of it and i was like yeah it's real fucking good yeah like there's little one of my favorite lines for mira sorvino's character is uh where she's trying to find boyfriends for them 
and she's at the club and the one guy comes up That's and she's right, like yes oh is that an armani suit and he's like yes yes it is and she's like well what do you do and he's like i'm a suit salesman and she goes can you pardon me for a moment i cut my foot earlier and my shoe is filling up with blood and then she like hobbles away. away yeah do you want to know? Do you want to know a couple pieces of shameless IMDb trivia? Yeah, go for it. Oh my God, so I did are, not. I didn't look at this. These so. are actually two that I had no idea of. So the first one is the red blouse that Lisa Kudrow or Michelle Michelle Weinberger uh, wears when she enters the bargain mart. So when she's first looking for that job, yeah, uh, is the where same. Where she's like, I can I can I have to go away. Go away. So that red blouse is the same one worn by Courtney Cox at the end of Scream. <gasps> really? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Oh, I like that. That's wait. Did this come out before Scream or after Scream? This came out uh, just after Scream. Okay. Scream, Scream was ninety six, and then another one, which I think is hilarious. Lisa Kudrow. Uh, Lisa Kudrow. She made up that that special glue formula where she talks about that. That was completely ad lib. <gasps> no she, way. She made that up on the spot. Well, I I, I have heard before that Lisa Kudrow is actually very smart. Oh, like, with, with, without a doubt. Yeah. yeah, but like that's like also just hilarious. Yeah, it's I do wonderful. love that part with the resin and this. <laughs> yeah, she's like, but I thought, what if I could just change the viscosity? Temper, temper the resin. <laughs> No, um, and this this is what makes this movie so good is that it is a series of moments. Yeah. Like that's what this movie is. That's it's, a really good way of looking at it. You know actually. what I mean? Like you don't you don't ever remember like the uh, entirety of the movie. It's a it's a movie of moments. Just in the same way that you do not remember the entirety of your high school experience. Exactly. But you remember it in moments. Yeah. That's a really good thought. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the dream sequence. Yeah, sure. Because yeah. um, the first time I watched this movie, I I literally thought like. So they're they're up into a certain moment, and if you don't look at the details, you think you're you're headed towards the conclusion of the movie. Yeah, and you and I was like, man, this movie's really short. Like, what? Why? And then she gets hit by the car, which is like, <laughs> it's my absolute favorite moment because it's you just so get funny launched up into the air and then rolls <laughs> off the car, which is it's just and the, and the whole time she's just like, oh, 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 oh. oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just love that part. And um, then she uh, meets up with uh, Alan Cummings' character. And then you start to get the sense of like, okay, something's not right here. And and it's funny, if you, if you look very carefully in the hall that they uh, are residing in for the reunion, all of the pictures are of Christy Masters. I saw that too. So yeah. like, there's clues there that this something's not right yeah, here. Yeah, this isn't exactly what it should be. Yeah. And then I love that um, Cameron Mannheim's character just like, flies over the moon roof and she's like hey guys it's time for the vote <laughs> just like and then floats she, away and then she just floats yeah. back and then alan Cummings also floats, just out. floats out the fucking moon roof <laughs> she's like i can't i can't find my top all right so let me ask you this one of your favorite films is there anything about it you would change i don't think so it's pretty um okay so i will say i think the end the the the, the grand ending like the very very end with them in the store i think is just a little bit weak yeah sure um but other than that no i'm good because yeah. I, I i almost wish it would just end with the helicopter i think i think that might have been a better ending you know what i mean like yeah. that's the triumph moment yeah. but um i get why they did it i mean but i almost wish that we could have ended with the helicopter and then gotten a sequel Oh, that makes sense. Because there were there were um, rumors a long time ago of doing a Romeo and Michelle get married. Well, and I thought there wasn't a Romeo and Michelle like like the beginning or whatever. There was a made for TV oh, on ABC Family. Okay. 
And guess who played um, Lisa Kudrow's do character? I, do I want to know this? It's Katherine Heigl. Oh, come on. When she was, like, younger. It's did, stupid. Did you watch it? No, I've never seen it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, <laughs> I don't need to. I don't even want to see it, I don't to either. Honest. I think that the movie kind of just stands alone. That doesn't make... It doesn't make sense for me to do um, Romy Michelle the beginning, because yeah. we already saw that. Yeah, we saw their high school. We've already had flashbacks. Like, we saw prom. Well, we saw... And also, like, we don't even need to see the trajectory of their high school years, because that's not what really matters. Right. What matters is what happens in the high school reunion and yeah. after. Right. And I, I mean, this, this, I don't know why this movie has really like stuck with me all these years because it's for a lot of people, probably a little bit of a more forgettable movie. But for me, it was just like a staple. And then I always watched it whenever it's on TV. I'll always turn it on no matter what time yeah. and the, what time in the movie it is. Right. And that's why last night when watching it again, I was like, wow, it's been a long time since I watched this movie yeah. the entire through. Right. Right. But, um, and funny enough, I, I thought of you when I was watching it because we get a young Justin Thoreau. Oh my god, that's right. We didn't talk about that yet. Uh, that he plays the uh, the like the shaded cowboy. Yeah, another, and also like another like pretty like clever and novel character. Yeah. So Janine Garofalo's character loves to smoke. Um, and like when she's later on as a, as an adult out of high school, she invented the quick burning paper so you could get twice the flavor in half the time for the girl on the go. Um, I totally remember that. Um, and so like in high school, she started going behind this building to go smoke like most of us did. And uh, when she was out there, she always needed a lighter. And so she would see this like guy in a cowboy hat dressed in black who always had his hat down. So it was like his face was shaded. And um, the guy would always flick his cigarette at her, said he could use, so that she could use that to light her cigarette. Because I'm not a person or anything. Right, right. And she would always, like, razz him for it. And so, you know, later on, he's at the reunion, and then you you see this very young Justin Thoreau. Um, and I love Justin Thoreau for a number of reasons. Um, we'll just keep it to the the, the PG reasons right yeah. now. Um, well, but, I think a lot of people have probably heard you talk about The Leftovers before. Oh, yeah, before, yeah. So, so I mean, The Leftovers, I think he's absolute, he's, he's a genius in it. And, of course, he was in Six Feet Under, too. Um, so he's he's a great actor. And, like, I actually forgot that he was the cowboy mm-hmm, in this. Yeah. Well, um, it's not like explicitly shown that yeah. like you get you get only get a little moment with well, him. And he has like he has like four lines, so you know whatever. But it was it was fun to see him again in this. Yeah, it really was. Totally. Um what else is there anything else we need to talk about with this? Or do we just oh, I have one question for you. Okay. Are do you in this relationship, in in our relationship here, who's the Mary and who's I'm the, the Mary, <laughs> you're the Rhoda. You know this. I'll take it. It's fine. Oh I, my god, we didn't even fight about no, it. No, no, no. I actually like Rhoda better. I think <laughs> I think I actually think Mary's kinda whiny. So I kinda like Rhoda better. I'll tell you what though, I still love when Lisa Kucho is like super like the when super, she's old a super like no I'm, I'm the, the Mary. Mary. <laughs> yep, you old bitch. Yeah, I'm the Mary. <laughs> and Mira Serino just points her, her middle finger yeah. up really slow. It's it's a it's it, hilarious. I love the the dream sequence is like one of my favorite parts of this movie. Yeah. So, but. folks, if you have never watched Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion, uh, especially if you are a child of the '90s, which like I we don't were, know how you've avoided it at this point. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> unless you're like you know 13, then maybe you haven't seen it. Um, you should go watch it. It's great. It's fun. You could watch it with your parents if you wanted to. Um, and it's just it's a fucking funny movie yeah go see it all right so i think that brings us to the end of our discussion but yes. i know that we have a new segment at the end of these where you are going to ask me about what you're um about a a podcast that you're really um interested in what do we call this before jesus what's wrong with me no i don't think we had a name for it it's just kind of like the podcast corner welcome, welcome to the podcast corner everybody <laughs> um no yeah so we're, we're we're trying to um just amplify the voices of podcasts that we really enjoy so we're going to be right back with that um, in a second. 
Good morning, fellow horror fans. My name is Gracie. And I'm Abby. And we're the hosts of the podcast Good Morning Nancy. That's morning with an O-U. Want to listen to a horror movie podcast from the female perspective? Then check out our show. Not only do we discuss our favorite horror films and why we love them, but we also point out any representation in the film. All while drinking a nice cup of coffee. We've got episodes on Beetlejuice, The Thing, Prom Night, Saw, Frankenstein, Jaws. There's something for everyone. So go to Good Morning nancy.com and have a listen won't you remember that's morning with an o-u that's m-o-u-r-n-i-n-g goodmorningnancy.com we love you all to death have a great morning goodbye and we're back uh with fry gays wait let me do that again i gotta stop saying uh don't say we're back just be like and andrew what's like because i'm not gonna take a break oh yeah, yeah, yeah yeah And Andrew, go ahead and tell me in our new podcast corner, uh, what's a podcast that you've been listening to that you want to let folks know about? So the one that I want to highlight today, and keep in mind, there are so many that I want to get to, but we only do this segment once a month. So like, we'll, we'll get to them. But like, the one that I really want to talk about today is one called Good Morning Nancy. Yeah. Um, Good Morning Nancy is two cinephile women that really do a deep dive into horror movies, but they do it a little differently. Um, they do it via um, looking at not only the movie and like what it's about, but does it incorporate um, people of color? Does it Im- incorporate women? Does it incorporate LGBT people? They have a test for this. Oh, wow. So they, they, they put these movies to the test to see if they really stack up to their, you know, kind of what they are sort about. Of, sort of like an intersectionality yes. test. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. So I definitely encourage people to listen to them. They have uh, great opinions. Great. They actually sound really good. Yeah. Like it's, uh, they're, they're a really good podcast. So I would encourage you to listen to Good Morning, Nancy. And that's, and, and that's, that's Good Morning with M-O-U. R-N-I-N-G. Morning like you're sad. Yeah. That sort of thing. Well, Good Morning Nancy. You can find Good Morning Nancy's podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Just like you can find Friday the 13th wherever you listen to podcasts. In fact, how are you listening to us right now? That's where you can find us. <laughs> but a reminder that we are on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. You <gasps> forgot to say one thing. Yeah, please. So, yesterday, yeah. we were going back and forth oh, on... we have to talk about yeah, this. We were going back and forth on Twitter with some of our other our followers, and I had said something about you know liking Mira Sorvino and Mimic, and then we would be talking about her on our next episode of Friday's Favorite Movies, and guess who liked it mira sorvino yes! the real one the real one like check mark in the twitter yeah, and then and then she liked a bunch of our other tweets too and now she's following us so listen everybody if you're not following us on twitter and insta because it's the same handle at frygay13 you're dumb because mira sorvino <laughs> is smart and she is following us and so, she's political as saying. fuck now so she really get with it yeah well and also you know her father paul sorvino one of my favorite actors and also he is big in the me too movement he he is not fucking around with that so very cool people but yeah so that's all i wanted to say about yeah. that but um yeah so just a reminder we of course are on however you're listening to us right now but we're also on spotify itunes soundcloud stitcher everywhere and all major <laughs> podcast platforms also follow us on facebook follow us on instagram and twitter at friday 13 remember to like review and share we really appreciate the reviews um especially on itunes it just helps us um move up in the rankings as far as like new people being able to see us so please 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 yeah, so thank you for joining us for another episode of Friday's Favorite Movies, and we'll be back to you soon later on this month with a full-on episode. Looking forward to connecting with you again. And as always, get slayed. Get slayed.